Hello everyone, welcome to the new episode of Mandate Business Line special series on the elections in Tamil Nadu, West Bengal, Assam, Kerala and Puducherry. I am Nivedita. This week we are going back to West Bengal to understand what's happening there. Today I have with me associate editor Purnima Joshi and we talk about three critical issues that could change the elections in West Bengal. We have a lot of ground to cover, so let's get right to it. Hello Purnima, welcome to the show. Hi Nivedita, hello West Bengal everyone. Has, a, has seen a huge number of COVID cases in the last 24 hours. They recorded 6,910 cases and 26 deaths. How is this impacting the election and what is the election commission doing about it? Well, the election commission has imposed curbs on campaigning. Uh, they're going to stop campaigning 72 hours as opposed to 48 hours before the polling uh, in the rest of the phases. There's polling going on right now yeah. for the fifth phase uh, in Bengal. And we'll, we'll have three more phases to go after this. Now, the thing is that uh, there can be no polling after 7 o'clock. So uh, the curbs on campaigning are there, but uh, the EC has rejected... Uh, uh, that uh, Trinamool Congress's uh, uh, basic uh, uh, pleading that uh, actually you should club the rest of the phases and have the elections in one uh, in one phase. So the BJP's argument is that uh, you know it's unfair to club the phases now because sixty percent of the uh, of the electorate hmm. has voted and they voted when when everybody was heard and campaigning was done properly and you can't you can't do that to the rest of the people who have not uh, seen so much campaigning and not, not heard most of the campaign. Now, that is the sort of argument that is being given. But I think it's unfortunate yeah. that uh, at the peak of the pandemic, we are seeing these kind of scenes. West Bengal, the cases have spurted as they have in uh, uh, Kerala, also in Tamil Nadu, uh, following the elections. So, uh, obviously, it has been uh, a su- super spreader event. And I've been to Bengal myself. And uh, no one believes me. Uh, believe me, wears a mask. Uh, uh, there are uh, thousands of people in rallies, uh, and obviously, social contact is uh, is increased. So uh, this is this is a this is a major. In the last phase, which happened last week, over six people died in two separate incidents. In one, in which four people and a CISF personnel died in Kuch Bihar, and in another, a first-time voter was dead. Is there any difference between the violence which Bengal saw previously and the violence they're seeing now? Uh, yes, Nivedita. I mean, Bengal elections have always been violent. But uh, uh, in in the past three, four decades at least, uh, there's been a lot of violence in Bengal. But the violence uh, so far has been restricted to party uh, lines. You know, there, there has been violence on party lines. You know, CPM versus Namul or mm. Congress. But this time, the the violence is along the party lines as well as uh, on communal lines. Uh, now, this incident in Kushbihar that you're referring to happened in a place called Sital Kuchi, uh, where four people were killed uh, in firing by the CISF inside a polling booth. Uh, the TNC claimed they were supporters of the of the TNC. Mm. Another voter died also in a separate polling booth in uh, Sital Kuchi itself. Uh, who uh, who was uh, allegedly killed by the TMC uh, goons uh, at the spot. Now, both these incidents, the people who were killed in firing were Muslims. The the person who died uh, at the hands allegedly of uh, of TMC goons was uh, was a BJP affiliated person. 
so uh, elections subsequently has uh, has acquired a very very communal overtone there's rapid communal uh, politics being done there uh, several people from the bjp have been mamta herself was banned uh, for campaigning for a day by the election commission uh, and uh, um, the several bjp leaders especially their uh, their president this uh, dilip kosh has been spewing absolutely venomously uh, communal speeches uh, in bengal so i in my living memory have not seen uh, an election so polarized on communal lines in uh, in bengal at least and i've seen it in uk i've seen it in elsewhere but i haven't seen it in bengal at all how i see it unfolding uh, in the rest of the phases is that uh, this polarization is going to increase uh, now uh, today for instance uh, the the uh, the the places that are going to pause are uh, are north bengal also areas bordering uh, bordering bangladesh uh, in nadia district in uh, in bengal where uh, if you look at a place called ranaghat for instance Uh, hmm. now bjp had won this parliamentary seat in uh, 2019 in ranaghat there are about seven assembly constituencies there uh, there is uh, uh, the communal hmm. overtones are hard to ignore there uh, because um, uh, tmc is suffering from from huge anti incumbency uh, so they had changed a lot of uh, sitting mlas in ranaghat for instance uh, they had replaced uh, uh, at least three of their sitting mlas there and uh, uh, they fielded good candidates there who done uh, a lot of work during the covid-19 pandemic and lockdown also following uh, cyclone amphan so they are popular candidates one, one of them uh, was a former uh, uh, congress mla has now joined the bjp has now joined the tmc his son has also been given given ticket he's quite quite influential in those parts hmm. uh, so tmc has done this kind of fancy footwork at the ground level to avoid anti incumbency uh, and anger against the sitting mla uh, but the bjp is depending on on its uh, uh, on its appeal and social engineering that they've done uh, among uh, uh, you know especially the dalits scheduled caste uh, sort of uh, members uh of uh, of uh, of uh, uh, these constituencies and uh, a whole lot of them are uh, bangladeshi immigrants among whom the caa has acquired a certain kind of uh, um uh, attraction because uh, uh the bjp uh, has been saying that these people should be given citizenship rights etc uh, you know these are uh people from east bengal who are uh, i mean what should i say they are hindus uh mm. they are hindus uh, they are scheduled castes they are rajbongshis they are motuas among whom the bjp has been doing a fair amount of mobilization for for some time and they've been raising their identity issues uh saying that they have not been given uh, citizenship rights whereas uh the muslim immigrants uh need to be a uh, sort of weeded out uh, which is which is against a kind of syncretic uh, culture that prevails around these parts uh, you know which which has been influenced by a whole lot of bhakti sufi tradition generated by uh, by sufi ascetics like uh, lalad fakir or uh, 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 you know uh, this kind of cultural integration but uh, these issues have been raked up especially following the passage of the uh, citizenship amendment act uh in parliament and uh, tmc uh has not been able to uh has not been able to 
combat this with a strong secular uh, dialogue, uh, which has been uh, which has been the bedrock of Bengal politics for a long time. I mean, uh, it can be accused of a lot of uh, a lot of other things, but communal overtones have never been part of Bengal uh, discourse. But it has come to surface now, and Mamta herself uh, has done her her bit by uh, appealing to a certain kind of minority sentiment, insecurities there. Uh, so it's become uh, uh, Mamta Begum versus uh, the BJP, which is looking after the Hindus' interests, etc. So it's unfortunate, but it is, it is what is happening. And uh, uh, it is helping uh, a BJP, which is, uh, which is not to say that anti-incumbency is not a factor. So what are some other factors that are helping the BJP in this election? So there are two, three factors that are helping the BJP in this election. One is huge anti-incumbency against Mamta at the ground level. Uh, second is um, uh, the novelty factor that the BJP has. Uh, they've not been so far in Bengal. So people say, okay, we've seen this one, we've seen the Congress, we've seen the left, we've seen Mamta, we haven't seen the BJP, so let's give them a chance also. And there is a... There is a uh, there is a plausibility factor about the BJP that they can actually form the government in Bengal, considering that they are in power in the centre. The PM himself has been campaigning there, and uh, uh, as the phases have unfolded, the BJP has gained ground in 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 Bengal, uh, especially in these areas. Uh, Mamta has not uh, put up a very strong. A uh, secular uh, sort of uh, dialogue or a discourse. The alliances in in Bengal have not been worked out well by by the TMC or the left and the Congress. Uh, for instance, this left and Congress uh, alliance uh, is uh, is uh, uh, was supposed to have been uh, uh, projected for weaning out the left cadre that moved mm-hmm. towards the BJP in the parliament elections uh, and uh, i've been talking to left leaders about it sitaram uh, yachuri and others their argument was that you know uh, if we pitch a strong uh, alternative to mamta then our cadre will come back to to us mm. uh, but uh, in areas where i have traveled the left and the congress alliance has actually damaged uh, mamta banerjee uh, as opposed to uh, doing anything for uh, the so-called secular cause. Uh, so in districts like South uh, 24 Bargana, uh, which is the largest district in Bengal, uh, you know, it has 31 assembly constituencies. It has five uh, parliamentary constituencies, all of which had been won by Mamta Banerjee in, uh, in 2019. Now, these areas uh, uh, were ripped by the cyclone Amphan. And uh, the relief work was damaged by a whole lot of corruption and mismanagement at the ground level. And people are angry and upset. And the CPM's alliance with this local cleric called uh, uh, called Abbas Siddiqui, who's uh, popularly called Furfura Sharif, he's, uh, he's splitting uh, uh, the minority vote there, which, uh, which will damage Mamta in a lot of constituencies there. And uh, uh, communal polarization in areas like uh, Murshidabad or or even Malda, uh, where uh, BJP doesn't have much of a uh, of a hold, uh, mm. the the division in votes will 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 damage uh, Mamta. And also in areas like Malda, for instance, uh, if the uh, if the TMC had aligned with the Congress, which is what a whole lot of Congress leaders at the ground level in the state uh, had told me when I when I when I traveled there that. Uh, an alliance between Mamta and and the Congress 
would have helped her. So uh, in areas where BJP has been strong, uh, mm. they've uh, they've done well. But in areas where Mamta has been traditionally strong, her vote is getting uh, damaged uh, by these factors. Uh, so it's a very, very uh, hard-fought election. Uh, I wouldn't write off Mamta uh, so easily, but uh, it's a very, very formidable challenge that has been put up by the BJP. Okay, that's quite an interesting thing you're saying because Prime Minister Modi and uh, uh, Home Minister Amit Shah and a whole host of leaders have been saying, hey, listen, Mamta, why don't you quit right now ever since the elections in Nandigram happened? What is the idea behind this strategy? Why is the BJP doing this? Uh, yeah, well, Nandigram was placed right at the at the start of the election because it is a difficult seat for Mamta to fight. Uh, they have the uh, they have a, a very big uh, desertion uh, from from Mamta Banerjee's parties, which is Shuvendu Adhikari, who's the local dada there, who's the local strongman of the TMC. He has worked in that area right from the time that Singur and Nandigram became uh, the the pivotal point in Bengal politics and and uh, put 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 Mamta in uh, you know at the center stage uh, in those agitations, and he has been her comrade. And he has deserted her. So he is uh, obviously a very strong candidate who's been fielded by the BJP there. And uh, Mamta has struggled in Nandigram. Now, this kind of a thing right at the beginning of the election gives a handle to the opposition. They can talk about Mamta's struggle in Nandigram. And that momentum they hope to build uh, in, in in the rest of the phases. Thank you, Purnima, for joining us today. In today's episode, Associate Editor Purnima Joshi and I discussed three important issues that have dominated the news in the state. The first one is the rise in coronavirus cases in West Bengal and how the election commission has reacted to it. The second issue we discussed was the violence in the election. We even saw clashes between the TMC and the BJP and the uh, TMC and the CPIM today. We also talked about how this violence now is different from the violence in the past in the state. The third issue we took a look at was the BJP's new tactic to hit out at the TMC. We will come back to you with a new episode of The Mandate next week. Thank you for joining us today.